Okay, we are in Reish Vav. We're up to Sif Gimel. Says the Mechaber, Kol Eila HaBrachos. Tzarech Shalom Yafsig Bein Bracha Lachila. So in all the brachas you make, one shouldn't have an interruption, a half-sake between the bracha that you make and before you actually uh, take a bite of the food. The Haggah, says the Ramah, says, Yoyser Mechadei Dibur. What's considered to be a half-sake? So the amount of time I'll take to say is Shalom Alech Rebbe. That's what the... Um, Ramah adds, defines that for us. And then additionally says the Mechaber, Your ears have to hear um, the words that you said. But if you did just mouth them, I mean, you, you spoke it, but you said it so softly, it was like almost inaudible, you couldn't hear it, then technically speaking, that is that is a count. But provided you actually did say the words, not meaning you didn't think the bracha, you said the bracha, just was so quietly, you yourself couldn't hear it, and that counts. You can make a bracha on, um, in any language, provided that the caveat is you, you understand the language. If you don't speak Spanish and you make a bracha in Spanish, then that, that is no good. One shouldn't be naked when they're making the bracha until you cover your private areas, your genitals. When does this apply? We're talking about a man. Shamata Tuchois Bekarka. So technically speaking, a, a woman could be sit if she's unclothed her her lower part is uh, her you know genitals are not touching the ground. Ki baze mischase ervosa because by that her nakedness is, is is literally covered. Um orum, even if you're not um uh, unclothed if there's no separation between the top and the lower part of your bodies or if your head is uncovered we'll see that you shouldn't do the we'll see what Dirsha brings down uh, that if he did have Gili Rosh then, then you are Yotze with that okay that was the Mechabra and the Ramos now we start uh, with the Mishnah Burras and some important uh, Dirshu footnotes today Yud Aleph in the Mishnah Berurah, Bein Brachalchi, not to speak between, not to have a hefsake between the bracha and the eating. Who had din birkas mitzvah? This is not only a din by making a bracha on. The, we know there's three categories of brachos. There's birkas shavach, where you're just saying thank you, like a shechian one. There's no real mice that falls up with, but birkas. Nehenin, when you're eating something, or a mitzvah has something that goes after it. You're, you're doing the mitzvah. You're, you're eating the food. So he says, don't think that this whole idea of a hefzik is only in, in, in eating. It also applies when you're making a brach on the mitzvah. When you're, you know, on the tzidah's lulav. So you have to pick up the lulav. To fill in whatever mitzvah you're doing, you have to uh, do it immediately afterwards. Right? Bein brach mitzvah. Yud Beis, Yos Mekadei Dibur, more than the time it takes to speak. Hai Nekadei, Sh'ilas Talmud L'Rav, the time it takes a student to tell the Rebbe, Shu Shalom Alecha Rebbe, right? Peace unto you, Rebbe. In, in, in Dershu 17, it says, Mavur Shashir Toch Kadei Dibur, Hu Shalosh Tevos V'lo Arba. It's it's three words. We're machmer over here and not four words, right? You might have thought of them as Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umori. No, you don't even get that extra split second of Umori. It's three words, according to Mishnah Baruch. V'yos Mihochi, more than this, Choshiv Hefsei. If you, if you would wait longer than that, then that would be a interruption. Umari Bishtik, we're talking here about when you actually are quiet that amount of time, that what, that two seconds, whatever it is. But even one word of speaking uh, would be considered to be a half-sake. In 18, the Dirshu brings down, So let's say you made a shahakol, you're about to eat your candy bar, and you took a bite of an apple in between, so that really wasn't what the bracha was on. No, that's not considered to be a half-sake in that case. 
Uh, unless you're speaking about something that really isn't shaykh um, to the brach itself. Dirshu um, 19 says, Let's say you made a mistake. And then you made a, a second bracha. It's not considered to be a hefsake. You, you made the second bracha twice. You, you, you didn't need to. You weren't supposed to. Right? It was a bracha of Atala, but it's not a hefsake. A person thinks that it's, it's prohibited for me to do this. And then you forgot. Then you started again. You don't make a bracha again uh, after this. Okay, back in Mishnah Bura says Kamavura Basimin Kufsamachzayan Sivov Ayn Sham. Okay. Od Yesh Chilak Vain Shtika Ladibura. Another distinction, whereas by Shtika it was a question of time, whereas by Dibur it's a question of even one word, regardless of the time. Dibur hu ikuva. If you did speak, and that's ma'aki, that stopped you, and you have to go and make a new bracha, right? That's the next line. Really, the best practice is to to not pause silently, not to not to do it. But we would not uh, send you back uh, to to make another bracha again. Dirshah 22 says, You're, you're part to listen to something, a conversation or something. You don't have to make a new bracha in this case. You don't do an action in between. Right? You should, when you hear someone else's, you should, you know, Eat right after you hear his bracha. If you're lazy, you're, you're pausing, you're waiting after you hear that. You don't do it right afterwards. It's like you don't really want to yotzi with this guy. Why weren't you? Why are we waiting? Why didn't you eat right away? So after, perhaps he says, maybe that is with uh, Leaves off the tzarechian. Okay, interesting. Continuing now, Kol Shalohi Sir Daitab in a sign. If you didn't have a Hesachadas, you can get distracted from that. Kosov Khon Dafidum Pne Kvoid Vayira also Hafsik Akhar Habracha. Even if your Rebbe, Tamil Chacham, comes in and uh, you want to greet them, you can't. You can't make an interruption at this point. The Im Hifsik Khoiz Mavarcha. If you would greet them, say Sham Lechem, or you would have to make a new bracha. And even those things are so important, but to answer to answer these things, that's also considered to be an interruption, and we would um, we not uh, you should not answer these points of time. So you shouldn't really make like a, let's say something that's really hot or something that's really cold. Uh, like a hot hot coffee, it's too hot to sip. You can't, you can't do anything. So wait, let it let it uh, cool off. Mishum chashash hefsik. It's going to be uh, we're concerned. There could be hefsik. You made a bracha on it, and then you look and you see that this is it's like totally uh, you know disgusting. So yeshalecho ketzas. You should try to eat a little small piece of it. I don't know. Let's say you have moldy bread or something like that. So try to find a little bit of something. So it shouldn't be a bracha levotol. Haroitelishtos mayim sheshovech ketzas mivenu. When you drink water, you're pouring a little about. You should really pour out the water first, right into the cup, and then take a, make the shahakol on on that, right? 
There's one problem, it looks like a hefseik. It looks like you're not really interested in this so much by pouring it out. When you're eating a nut, what first thing you should do is you shabrena, break the nut, the shell, the outer part of it, and then after you've already broken the nut, then you're going to go ahead and make a, a, a bracha on it. Deirish 27, it says, There's some dirt on it. You have to take the schmutz off. You want to like, get, get it off your apple or whatever it is. Don't you, again, the, the, the rule is, the, I should say like this, the soda is you want to be able to go straight from the bracha into the eating. So if you have to peel it or you have to uh, get the dirt off it, that should be all taken care of before you make the bracha in the first case, right? You want to be uh, something clean that you're making the bracha on. Really shouldn't wait a long time uh, in between the bracha and that. In Deuteronomy 28, it says, You make a bracha on the fruit. This is interesting because we know there is an idea that you want to make the bracha on something that's shalim. So you're not going to take a bite out of it, you're going to cut it up. So make the bracha on it while it's shalem. Kadesh yivarech al hashalem, lemitzvah min hamufra, because that's the best practice. Ve'ein l'chush lehefseik. Now you don't have to worry about the interruption. Shehiyah sachitoch ibein habrach l'achila. Right? You don't have to worry about now, you're going to be cutting up the uh, piece of food, then the now it's a hefseik. No. Hoyol v'zet tzorach achila, because what I'm doing now is for the purpose of eating. So therefore it's better to make the bracha on the whole item, and then cut it afterwards. Okay. He's brought that also in the Kafa Chaim. That was the Dershu 28. Continuing now back like four lines from the top. The Ode. Shem lo Maybe, you know, it's it's going to be gross or something on the inside. The ain't a royal bracha and it shouldn't get a bracha. So check it out beforehand and then when it's all good to go, then you make the bracha. The inyan shari peiros ayin le'el besimen reish beiz b'shari teshuva. Okay, that was yud beiz yud gimel. Right? It's false that you have to move your lips. You might not have heard yourself but you had to actually speak it out, right? Yud Gimel, aval im hirchor belibo es bracha lo yotza. Just thinking the bracha is not good enough. Ayn le'el, simen kuf pehei, siv beiz, b'mishnabura, v'simen samach beiz, b'bir halacha, sof dibur hamaschil, yotza. You're done. V'cholashen, you can make the bracha in any language. Ayn le'el, kuf pehei, sim aleph, b'mishnabura, b'ish. Now, again, he's pointing out over there, you have to understand the language, as we said when we read the Mechaber, the first part. So, we're talking about with a man that he has to be um, covered this is what he said in 35 that uh, let's say a person went against this and made a bracha while his head was uncovered so if you would daven without that, okay, but it does count for the bracha over here. Tesvav in the the man's genitals literally are exposed and they stick out and it, it, it's seen. In that case, it has to be covered. That literally means they're hugging the ground, the women's uh, genitals. They're, they're, um, it's attached to it and it's covered by the ground. Agvoseha, the, the buttocks shan't be, couldn't be, uh, should not be seen as well. Why? Kihagavos, 
Yesh Behem Mishum Erva, that is the base. Yosef quotes that the Baruch's area is have the status of an Erva, should not be seen when making a bracha. Magin Avraham, Marich Vizel, Masi, the Agavos, Ain Behem Mishum Erva, the Magin is Cholik on this instance. They don't have a din of an Erva. Vechain Nota Ketastas Hagral, the Gros seems to be implying it's also the Erva, Simon Ayin Dalad, the Eli Hurabah, Vechain Bamagin Giborim, Betzad in the Dina, Kiha Beis Yosef. They hold like the Beis Yosef, that is a problem. Vechain Yesh, Lahachmir, Lechatchila. One, in best practice, should be careful and make sure that it's not exposed. Okay, that was Sif Gimel up to Dalad. Kol Dover Shemivarech Alav Ba'achlo Ol Hareach Bo. Anything that you're, um, you're going to make a bracha, you're going to eat it, or you're, you're going to like besom, you're going to smell it. So Tzarech La'achzo Bi'amino. You should be holding it in your right hand at the time you make the bracha. Kishahu Mivarech when you're when you're saying the blessing. And there's a story they bring down from Yaakov. So that's how that I think he was in the hospital and they were trying to give him a drink and and the way it was they positioned his left hand and he he was mocked but he told him put the cup he was I think he was like you know with wires connected and everything like that he said no Yad Yamin you put the is you put it holding the right hand now that is this is just lichat because we'll see now that even if technically speaking you weren't holding it all it was just on the table in front of you then that that does count let's do the Mishnah Brewer now in Yud Zayin Sorek La'achso you have to be holding on to it Tamachi is the reason why you should be holding it. It helps with the kavanah for what you are making the brach on. This is the best practice to do that. But technically speaking, after that, if you made the bracha and it's sitting, it's on the table in front of you, af. And you weren't holding it all. You stand like as it says. You're holding your right hand. Hatam, why are you holding the right hand? In general, most people are righties, and we give up an importance to the right hand. Let's say if you're a lefty, you go after what's your stronger hand. So you would hold it in your left hand. Not that just what the general practice is. So too with any other bracha making on the mitzvah, you should be holding in the right hand at um, the time of when you're making the bracha. And based upon the mister, the uh, hidden element of Torah, the primius, He's saying that you shouldn't put like a knife into the fruit when you're making the bracha, even though you're you're holding the knife with uh, with, with your right hand. When you're uh, asking somebody to give you a, a sefer, a Torah book, you should receive it from him in the in your in your right hand. Uh, in the Dirshu 38, explains a little bit, they says, Hatam Dov, the reason why you shouldn't be holding on the knife in your right hand, because of Shulchan Harav, the Alter Rebbe, Sheheim Shnei Hafachim Echad. It's really two opposites at the same time. Shamim Yimena Totos Chaim, that the right hand is to give off life. Vasakin Hu Koichashel Esav, Hamakatsar Chayav, and the knife comes from, this, from Esav, which shortens a life. So therefore, the two should not go together at the same time. Okay, that concludes uh, today's year.